Hold him tightly, call on command, a leap of faith. Do you doubt? Cut you in, I just cut you out. Whatever you do. Welcome to Delhi, a new Dutch hall in the bowels of Spiky Ball Studios. This is your host of this show. It's your two-time 
President's Club Award winner. It's Beat Van Dyke, folks. And the audience is only at home, so the uh, applause is only in my head. This is a, only a delusion for all of us people. If you're in on board with us, welcome to Live from the Dutch Hall. This is the thing we do on Thursday nights to get away from our wife and kids. <laughs> it's awesome. This is what we should do. Every week you need to get a place like this, buy yourself a church. Get a basement studio together, invite all your friends, get drunk every Thursday. No big deal. It's simple. It's well, pretty It's fun. a simple formula, people. This is all you have to do. What are you waiting for? I don't understand why everyone's not doing it. <laughs> it's the hot this. craze that's out there. Buy a church and just fucking, you know, like make your own thing yeah. out of it, right? Get a band. Become the greatest thing in Canadian late night history. I don't know. Yeah. No big deal. Not a big deal. That's all we do. Anyways, welcome to Life from the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. Today's a very special day because I was informed by one of my staff members that today is uh, Lost Sock Memorial Day. Lost Sock Memorial Day, which I thought to myself, after all the years of losing those socks, we have never properly commemorated those that we have lost. God bless you. You know? And this program has been on the show for about six years. And I'm telling you right now, those lost socks, I mean, we've just pretended that they didn't do fuck all for any of us. And I think this is going to end tonight. Tonight, we're going to make it right. And you know what else? It's, it's almost getting to be planning time. That means my cousin Michael's been on the tractor a lot. <laughs> and we have something tonight called... Uh, uh, tractor Thoughts for Michael. Yep. And I got to tell you, and I got to tell you, I'm actually telling Dave Charters at the same time, Dave's wrote a great theme song for Tractor Thoughts <laughs> oh, with Michael, luck. and I cannot wait to hear it. I look forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be so great. I cannot wait. Michael, did you have any insight onto what this song is going to sound like? No, but I can just imagine if it's <laughs> anything like Clean Flows, I am... Wow. Excited for it. Is he going to... It's going to be a zinger. It's going to be a zinger. Yeah. And you know what? Charles also did something that's one of the weirdest things I've ever heard of in the history of mankind, and we have to talk about that on the show. And then one other thing. Uh, my, my brother Paul has a public service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we got to get through tonight. That sounds like fun. But, well, before we do that, I'd like to introduce the greatest band in Canadian late-night history, the Nocturnal Emissions. Yeah. Let's hear it from everybody. <laughs> this week, the Nocturnal Emissions are comprised of the supergroup of all supergroups, my cousin, the band leader, Michael Bow on rhythm and background vocals. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. On guitar and lead vocals tonight, that's the man that writes the music for the show, master of industry, Dave the Rooster Charters, everyone. And in the corner, tickling on the skins, that's my multi-talented friend, the French tickler, Kev Belanger, everybody. And right where he belongs, wearing the Jays hat, hanging low beneath, between the legs of the nocturnal emissions, that's our balls, playing bass, Whiskey Wes Higgins, everyone at home, clap. 
and rounding up the team. That's the guy that's playing lead guitar. We don't hold his Germanness against him because he's so good at playing guitar. It's Steve the Relic, the German, everybody! And on the side over there, that guy that did the announcement at the beginning, I'm going to call him our announcer, our bartender, my brother, Paul Van Dyke, everyone! Hello, folks. And of course you know me. Let's get this show started. Good job on the openers. Huh? That was good a good job opener. on the opener, boys. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Oh, you fucking rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was saying to Wes earlier, I was like, Wes, you're very good at music. <laughs> and uh, Wes said to me with very much confidence in his eyes, like, yes, we are good at music. And uh, we're actually getting better every week. And I can't believe how good we are. And I'm like, Wes, I love how fucking sure you are of yourself. Like, that, that is, like, super, supreme confidence. No, I mean that only, as, like, I mean that seriously, Wes. I'm not even kidding. I don't think kidding. you can, can deny it. You, got, awesome. you guys are awesome, man. You've, you started out, and I'm going to tell you, you know, I've been, uh, I, I, I birthed you. You know, I birthed all of you, the nocturnal missions out of my loins. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and, uh, and when you started out, I was like, you're banging on an old cahoon, you know? You remember that? The Cajoni. The Cajoni. You had like a bunch of acoustic guitars and like uh, Charters uh, was doing, I don't know. A couple, sing, <laughs> a couple sing songs by the fire. Yeah, a couple sing songs by the fire. You guys were okay. <laughs> you guys were a good backyard band. But now what you've become is, is exceeded my expectations by 100%. I can't even tell you. That is the exact truth. We come here every Thursday and we're fucking around. But you guys, I've seen you guys get better over the years, and you guys are really fucking good. Thank you. And, uh, and some of it has to do with the fact that we would give you five minutes to learn a song, and you'd have to do it, right? <laughs> that's tricky. And that, well, that's, that, that's tricky, and I know it caused friction between the team. But you know what also I know? It made you better, and you fuckers needed to get better, because you were shit at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're the fucking Mike Keenan of band names. <laughs> yeah, I'm the Mike Keenan just of like band birders. Eh? Yeah. I almost spit my beer. Mind I mind gamed you fuckers into becoming great, and now you're the best. <laughs> you're the best band never to be booked by anyone ever. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Period. I was kidding. Remember the remember all those high flutin joints, and we you were only playing like. Like martini lounges and golf courses. You're only playing for the rich and the famous. Remember that? Yes. That was the thing you said. Nocturnal emissions will only play live gigs if we're playing for people that are way more wealthy than us. If you put our name on a really fancy billboard. Yeah. yeah. I want to be in a place where people are wearing black ties and you have to say the name of the band coming up is the same as saying come in your sleep. <laughs> right? If you're wondering what that means... Mean Guys, jizzing. we are here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jizzing in your sleep. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I sometimes on. on your covers, sometimes on your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> Sheet sneezing. Exactly. Uh, thank you all for coming tonight to the Martini Lounge. <laughs> if you were wondering about the nocturnal emissions, we are not only a great lounge act, but we are also a representation of coming all over your bed sheets. <laughs> <laughs> involuntarily. Please enjoy your evening. Yeah. Let's have right? a great time. <laughs>
Keep it clean tonight. And now I'm saying you guys should probably play like maybe a gig with a bunch of screaming girls showing their boobs and stuff. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be what a, you think? That sounds like a plan. Like, come on, write your own story now, guys. Nocturnal Emissions, write your own story right now. Maybe somebody will book us. Yeah. Well, we're Jordan. I don't know if you know about Jordan. He's a part of our team, Jordan Gortfa. The guy's been fantastic. He was singer one week. He's been helping out on sound. Now he's running cameras. The guy's all over the place. Fantastic talent. Got a boy, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. You know what, uh, Jordan and uh, uh, Gortfa there. I forget my original point. He's what was versatile. It? No, but what was it? What were you saying? Concerts, booking a, booking a show. Yeah, he told me that you guys should do more to let you know how great you are because. Uh, you could get booked more if you told them you're a great band. There, and I'm you're like, doing that right now. Who would have uh, who would have ever thought to tell you that? Jordan Gordva did. Yeah. Listen Thanks, to Jordan. him, man. The guy's a genius. <laughs> you're not. Boy, I, like, if you guys listen more to Jordan Gordva, you'd be booked all over the planet. I bet you. Uh, not all over the planet. There's a little bit of people in Finland that like you. I gotta tell you that. Yeah, Finland likes likes you. Denmark. Mm. You got a pocket audience in Denmark loves the nocturnal emissions. Perfect. What do you call those countries? Finland and Denmark. Is there like a. I call them the uh, Scandinavian? Baltics. Scandinavian. Oh, oh, the Baltics? No, I call them the Scandinavian countries. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to say Baltics in case I'm wrong, uh, but Scandinavian is definitely right. Is it? I like is the, the Baltics. Bald dicks. Uh, bald dicks? <laughs> Paul, do you know if bald dicks is right? I think bald dicks is for sure wrong, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so this show is very serious. We're trying to commemorate those that we've lost. It's a, it's a sad show. We started off on a rock and roll tone, which is good. But now we have to get down to business. Before we do that, we get, get, we, we can't, we're going to end the show with commemorating those we've lost. And, uh, and we've got a few, few people to come in as our guests. Okay, all right. Before we do that, I want to get the business taken care of. And we have three business stories to take care of. Number one, there's Michael. And his tractor stories that he's he's compiled over all of his land work that he's done out in the fields. Number two, there's Dave with his uh, hatching of praying mantis eggs. Whoa, whoa! Spoiler which, alert. Which I gotta tell you, me and our director Tyler Shazma both have a number of questions about because <laughs> we started realizing that it's not just what we saw; it's that Dave is even crazier. He did this on purpose to himself. Like there's. <laughs> And then the third story is Paul giving his public service announcement on ticks. So oh, which should we start okay. with? What order should we do these stories in? You're the host. No, no, I'm asking you guys because you guys are the listeners because I want to entertain you. I'm actually playing to the band today. This is for you guys. Do you want to talk about my mantises? That's not, oh, yeah, there you want to start with charters my and the mantises? Mantis. Let's start with charters and the mantises. Now let me set it up for the people at home, okay? For the people who are, are listening at home. Ah. Ah, that is good chalice whiskey or whatever that is, booze. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you, uh, charters sent through our Dutch Hall uh, news group a picture of this like blob looks like a blob of shit. Would you say that's like a look like a blob of shit? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And he goes all of a sudden like, watch this, and then the blob of shit starts like flaking off little like wormy things. Am I right? That's yeah. flaking off the ball of shit, and then the little wormy things all of a sudden like just sprout wings and like kind of flutter <laughs> off. Is that right? 
They, I don't think they fly, but they sprouted their little pincers. Is that you what know? they're called? Pincers? I don't know. What oh, they're, they're pincers. Sounds they got right. those things that they grab their prey with and all their legs and their antennae. Right. And then, um, and then so you showed us this video. Kevin Belanger, the French tickler, <laughs> right away recognizes that uh, this is... Mantis eggs? This is mantis <laughs> eggs. He knows it. Right <laughs> off the hop, Kev can, Kev can spot a mantis egg a mile away. <laughs> He yeah. knows mantis eggs. A, a layer of Kevin. Which is a layer of Kevin none of us knew about. He's a bit of an ecologist. Yeah, he knows mantis And Dave's like, it I sure is boots. mantis eggs. And then Dave comes here and starts telling uh, Tyler and myself about how the uh, mantis eggs, uh, he, um, they hatched, he said it hatched on his kitchen table, which I thought, I'm not eating at Charter's place anymore. <laughs> That's for sure. And then he said, no, it's in a jar or something, right? It's yeah, in a, they're a in a jar. In a jar, yeah. and then I mean, we're like, "How did you get the mantis? Like, you find it in your backyard or whatever?" And what did you say? No, I bought it online. You bought a mantis egg yeah. online. Yeah. So this is what happened. I was like, I was on the Costco website because oh, yes. I get an email, right? And it was about gardening. <laughs> well, you have to look if you get an email. Yeah, you got to check it out. <laughs> what kind of gardening deals they had? You know, they had like some potted plants and some trees, and then they had a mantis egg for sale. You could buy it from Costco for twenty bucks. Free delivery, and I said to myself, I can't pass this up. <laughs> I need a mantis egg. You I don't know what this is egg. all about, but I need You can one. actually buy them from a shitload of places. Amazon, uh, there's a, like a Google store. And Kevin, what do you use them for? I don't use them. I've seen that in just nature, and I didn't know what the fuck it was, and we happened to just stumble upon it as it hatched. Really? But yeah, this was like many, many, like 10 years ago probably. Man. And uh, so that's how I realized what that was, like right away. And then it took me a second, but I, then I re remembered, oh, yeah, that's mantis egg. Well, I'll tell you, people, I bought that. I got it delivered uh, like three weeks ago, and I found a stick, and I put it in a jar with a stick. Yeah. And uh, we've been waiting for three weeks. My kids go down there every day, no mantises yet. And I was, I was thinking that it was a dud, and I was going to have to return it. Because, you know, Costco has a great <laughs> return policy. <laughs> you would return the mantis egg if it didn't hatch? Yeah. 20 bucks. If it was a dud, that's 20 bucks. And then this morning, I'm, <laughs> I'm sleeping on the couch because my dog's sick, so I'm sleeping with my dog. And yeah, all of a sudden, I get woken up, and the kids are like, they're hatching, they're hatching. And uh, then I took that video. Huh. They're yeah. pretty cool. They come out like little worms, just like you said. They look like maggots. You can see their black eyes, and then they kind of hang from the silk or whatever, and then in a couple minutes, their little legs start popping out. It's and cool uh, what do you do with them? Like, What's the purpose of people well, buying them? I put them in the garden. And why is that? Well, one reason is they eat bugs. They're like carnivorous, so we got a rose bush that's always got aphids on it, so they'll, they'll eat the aphids. But the and biggest they won't reason, eat the plant. No. No, they're, they're carnivores, carnivores, man. Yeah, they fucking eat each other. Before I even let them out, and one of the reasons I let them out was because they started eating each other. They were just born like, like 30 minutes ago. Yeah, they're, they're already eating each other. They're the worst. They eh? like they're like really vicious. Say eh? nature's oh, yeah. vicious. Say eh? it was cool. Those are the ones that the women will fuck you, get pregnant, and then eat you, right? <laughs> they bite With, your head right off. Yeah, mm -hmm. you die after you get them. Yeah. After you bang them, right? It's worth it though. Yeah, I'd still bang them. I might tell you. If I was a mantis, say lonely, I just have the itch in my pants. The main I know the reason consequences of my action, I'm still doing it. I, I gotta tell you, I'm still doing it. I'm only human. Yeah. Mantis. Human mantis. Cool. Only human mantis. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm really hoping for is, though is that in the summer we find some mantises out in the yard. 
because I, I can remember when I was a kid, I was talking with Paul about it earlier, at St. Bernard's in the field, yeah. seeing Prey Manises out there and like being so scared of them, but uh, at the same time, it's just cool as fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. such a cool bug. Yeah, I remember that one time where you found one in St. Bernard's and then you put it in your underpants and snuck it home, <laughs> and then you were, because you didn't want your parents to catch you bringing it in the house, but then it nestled into your butthole, and remember you said it really tickled and you liked it, and then you just kept it in there for like three months. Do you remember that? No. Oh, like Richard probably because it? it was a long time ago. He doesn't remember. I Richard geared it. I don't know if it was Richard Gear, like, because uh, you didn't like put it in there and like put cocaine on its claws, <laughs> and so it would scratch the inside of your like uh, anal lining. Is that what he did? I never heard that part of the story. <laughs> oh, you don't know the whole Richard Gear story? <laughs> I didn't hear the cocaine part. <laughs> I don't know it either. I just like to add stuff. <laughs> Anyway, if you want to see a mantis, come to my house in a couple months. There'll probably be fucking thousand of them. Actually, fifty, about fifty, I counted hatched out of that egg. Holy shit! Yeah. Fifty mantises out of that, of that egg. Yeah? yeah. Oh, your garden's gonna be just glorious, Dave. I know. What are you growing in it this year? Don't oh, care. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy you asked. We we should move on to uh, what? Anything else? No what? time to hear about my garden, my pepper plants, and my <laughs> tomato that, plants. No. I got them started already. Don't hey, worry. You got your pepper plants and your tomato plants started? Oh, yeah. Well, it's almost May. It's time to put things in the ground. Yeah, they're ready. You know what that is? A nice segue to a land work guy, a guy that does tractor work. He's driving and thinking. He's thinking about factors that could affect shit that's happening. Thoughts from the tractor, yeah, he's fumigating and thinking. He's thinking about factors that could affect shit that's happening. It's thoughts from the tractor. Charters. Wow. Is that what you're doing? Fumigate? Well done, yeah. Hold I took a guess. <laughs> Out of nowhere, Charters. Out lyric. of nowhere. And through a he fumigating lead in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Thanks for telling me five minutes ago, fuckhead. What? Thanks for telling me five minutes ago. Oh, that's the training I gave you earlier <laughs> on in the pool shed, Dave. If you didn't have that early training, you would never know how to do that. Michael told me at the beginning of the show, Dave will step up to the occasion. He <laughs> had did. confidence in you. You guys had it planned? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we conspired yeah. against you from the beginning. Let's, let's not tell him till the show starts. <laughs> Put the pressure on him. And you, and you fucking nailed it. You did it. You rose. We thought you'd crumble, and you didn't. No. You that's did why you're a master of industry, I bet. Because you're great. Because of that great uh, pressure that you rise to the occasion with pressure, I like it, Charters. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, you now you're feeling pretty strong about yourself. I want to mention a sponsor, Clean Flow. Yeah, now you feel shame, don't you? That's all you gave those guys, and they gave us actual money, actual money for that. My tractor song. Keeps you know what tractor song gave you? Nothing. No money at all. It was great. Clean Flow's been paying money to get that. Well, you gave Tractor Song, you give him fucking bling. Michael know? took me to Nashville, <laughs> though. Right? Yeah. Michael took me to Nashville. Clean flow. You know what it did? Changed his life. It did. He did change his life. It really did. You're welcome. Chambers came out, and Chambers became a real part of Charters. The two, <laughs> yes, be, the combined. two almost became it's one. Became one. <laughs> it's true. I still see pieces of Chambers that have carried on in Charters since he's came back from Nashville. Oh yes, they exist. You know what I realized is that Charters is such a big deal as a master of industry 
that uh, people, like when they find out that, that Charters is um, on this show and they, they find out it's the Charters, like the Master of Industry Charters, that they know, like the people that piece it together who he really is. And they're like in awe of his, of his like stature within <laughs> his like enterprises, eh? And then we all just think of him as a piece of garbage, eh? Like it's like so funny to me. I right? thought you were gonna say they were in awe of my stature on the on this program, but that's not what you were. No, say. this program. You're at the lowest, right? There's no sorry, Steve. Steve, you're the lowest. Just to the German part, you know. We all like appreciate that. ranking. Just to do a little ranking. Yeah, if we have to rank, the Germans always at the bottom. And then comes uh, the Polish, right? Which is you. And then all. Uh, oh, then the French. Gordfa? Is that Polish? What's Gorda? What's Gordfa? Hunky. Oh, Hungarian's uh, good. No, they're high up. Too much yeah, paprika. they're high up. They're right below the Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I ranked every country. <laughs> you want me to go through them? No. We were talking about actually doing this as yeah. a weekly part of the program where, and I don't know how to do it, Michael, this is, uh, before we get into tractor thoughts, okay. I want to <laughs> ask you, because you brought this up, maybe it was a tractor thought. Yeah, no, it was a tractor thought, actually. Oh, I was listening to the show last week. We talked about it. Yeah, we said we're going to have to put a real top 10 Van Dyke Cousins list together. Maybe top five. It's time to rank again. Yeah, and we're going to have to put the list together, rank these cousins once and for all. Because some of my cousins, i got to tell you, some of the ones that were like hanging out near the bottom, they're going up like rockets, man. Like rockets. Some of my cousins that were sleeper picks, I start, they start coming to our shows, like the one we have coming up uh, on uh, May the 18th. Saturday of yeah, the Stevens? long weekend, Gavin Sneaking Stevens, out. Nick Dury, and our host, Black Zeus. I don't know if you know him from our program, but the guy's wonderful. We're coming, they're coming down to Spikeball Studios. Anyways, get your tickets at spikeballstudios at gmail.com. But that's an aside, Michael. Okay. That's an aside, what we're talking about here. Yeah, it's the last show where you were talking about maybe some of the cousins shooting up the rankings. Yes, they are, because, they, and because a lot of them have been, been uh, really uh, impressing me with their uh, uh, with their, the way they supported our, some of our comedy shows, mm -hmm. and I, I want to do a new rankings to commemorate them. It's been a while. It's been a while, and I also think you know what? For some of my twenty nine cousins, some of them, frankly, I think haven't been thinking about how to make me happy, <laughs> and uh, I just think if we put a ranking system together that it would really smarten up a few of their cousins to start thinking about how to make their cousin Pete happy once in a while, maybe Michael. And that's why I say it's not only a ranking for uh, me, Michael, it's a ranking for you, okay. for, my for my brother Paul, right? Right. Not you, Charters, you married a cousin, you have no say, no you're say. garbage as far as we're concerned. You're not in the rankings. Do you Bottom know feeder. That's yeah. cool. You, you appreciate that, right? That's cool. You can give opinions, but it's worse shit to us. And we just have to tell you that right off the hop. I might not even wipe my ass with it. <laughs> we care not about it at all. Not one bit. Yes, you might as well just shut the fuck up. We'll, we'll take it from uh, Wes, because he's a second cousin. Mm -hmm. So if Wes, even if he doesn't know any of our family, he doesn't even know him. We'll take his word because of his blood. His instincts are still good. But yours are just like... Uh, sour cream and whatever, pierogi juice, whatever you got going through you. It's no good. So we don't accept your opinions. But uh, <laughs> that's just us. 
It's just their family tradition. So, how are we going to do this ranking system, Michael? Every week? Monthly? Quarterly? What's, what's the appropriate thing? Well, you're ranking them, Pete, so it's up to you, bud. I thought it was us ranking them. I thought we just established that it was me, you, and Paul ranking them. Oh, we're all going to together? I thought you were ranking them for the collective group. Well, how am I going to know how you feel? Okay. Well, I can voice my opinion. Yeah, I think we, I need let's your do input. A, let's do a monthly ranking. Monthly ranking. We'll have a meeting before and have a nice talk. Yep. Are top, we going top, top ten? Five. five. Top five. Top five. Julie Franklin, man, she's just so solidly in the top position. I can't even say. If you, anyone thinks you're going to dethrone Julie Franklin as my favorite cousin, you are insane, my friend. Yeah, good luck with that one. Good luck. She's the best. And nothing is going to stop Julie Franklin from going that way for the, to the end of time. Number one cousin always will be. So, Julie, you're going to have to pr pretty much slap me and, and Michael both in the face and then take, like, uh, probably an old, like, dead fish has been rotten and slap my brother in the mouth with it. <laughs> because that's what it's going to take to make Paul not love you because he even thinks more than I do. That's how much Paul loves you. Right, Paul? Yeah, that's how he thinks. So, Julie, you're safe. But those other four positions, man, they're up for grabs, eh? Yeah, they're open. So what I would suggest, if you're one of Van Dyke's 29 cousins, step the fuck up, start maybe uh, paying some favors over to Michael, Paul, and myself, eh? Maybe you'll be ranked high. Yeah, maybe send us a bottle of some sort of booze for no reason mm, at all. Booze. It might influence our decisions monthly. <laughs> so let's go next week next yeah. week we will actually do that also for next week before we get into Tractor Thoughts with Michael is uh, 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 it's a turtle week it's like national turtle week that's right so I thought we go catch turtles in a pond right and then we race them and because they're slow it'll probably take a whole fucking hour to race those things right <laughs> and then we just chat while we're racing those fucking turtles it's a whole show yeah, next week's show. So if you can find turtles, find them. Otherwise, we got to go to a pet shop or something. And if anyone knows if it's okay to paint turtles and, like, do shit to them, like, I want to know what I can do to a turtle without getting in trouble. <laughs> we got to be able to tell them apart. Yeah, i gotta, I got to uh, paint them in some way, you know? Steve, no swastikas. Okay. Oh. Of course. Of course. I was oh. wondering if uh, Dave can get them from Costco. Oh. Can you get turtles from Costco? Let me check. <laughs> you need to check because if he got mantis eggs, get full can you buy those? You have to buy those online though. You can't get mantis eggs off the counter like, like uh, you can't go to a store and buy mantis eggs, can you? I don't know. I bought mine online. They came in two days. <laughs> <laughs> He's that's, so weird. That's good service. Yeah, two days. Turtles, two man. days mantis eggs. How He's long you wait for your mantis eggs, Kevin? Well, it took me three days. <laughs> I've had them in the yeah. Free delivery? Did I mention that? You didn't buy them for your garden. You bought them because you were curious about it. I thought it'd be a cool thing to watch match. Yeah. Oh yeah. One time we found a, a monarch butterfly chrysalis, and then uh, we put it in our kitchen, and the kids watched it hatch, and then um, the the monarch butterfly hatched from the chrysalis, and then it went flying into our. Like our bug zapper? <laughs> no, it was like our kitchen light, but it still burnt the fuck out of its wing. <laughs> she, she gone. <laughs> she gone. Yeah, 
So it was a bit mangled after that. And then we're like, oh, I don't know. I'll put it on an orange outside, and then it just died on the orange. <laughs> There's a nice lesson for your kids. Hey, Dan? <laughs> they don't like 200-degree light bulbs? 500-degree? What'd you say? I don't know. I'm trying to find turtles. What do you mean, trying to find turtles? For sakes. On Costco's website? <laughs> I'm sorry, I won't talk to you. Try to find turtles on your Costco website. Well, we do tractor thoughts for Michael. All right. Michael's been on the tractor tilling up his ground in Norfolk County to plant baby tobacco plants in there. And when he's tilling up that dirt, turning it up, he's thinking about all kinds of things. And what he does, he jots them down on his cell phone for you people at home that are listening to this program in a segment we call Tractor Thoughts for Michael. So my first thought is, uh, have you ever had a conversation with somebody who's wearing sunglasses? And this conversation's went on for quite a while. And then they leave. And uh, you see that person later on without the sunglasses on. And they look completely different than what you thought. Oh, yeah. You filled in their whole face with a different face. Yeah, because you're imagining the eyes, right? Yeah, yeah. I've had it happen to me so many times where I only met the person with sunglasses on. And then they take their sunglasses off, and you're like, holy <laughs> shit, I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, it's like that guy from Star Trek that wore the, the fucking hair thing around his eyes. Jordan, <laughs> he, they didn't oh, try for that guy, Jordy LaForge. And his eyes are all fucking crazy when he took it off. <laughs> like Stevie Wonder if he took yeah. those things off. It would just be like swirling around eyes, like googly. You know, that's what I picture if Stevie ever took those things off. Uh, th yeah, that was thought one. I got a couple okay. more. You got any more? Yeah. Uh, well, one of these things that's a typical thing in Norfolk County is uh, when farm machinery is on the road and we are taking up all the road, don't try to pass in the ditch or around the side. You're probably going to get into trouble. You guys are called a dumb bunch of idiots. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. You can't do that. Sometimes you just got to go slow for a minute. Because yeah. nobody wants to get hurt out there. Just drive it's, slow. Take it easy. Yeah, take it easy. Yeah, you know when you go like in the big cities, there's like sometimes traffic jams. That's part of the... Uh, our traffic that, jam. Our traffic jam is sometimes you have to abide by uh, machinery because... Uh, and don't, and they can't drive on the shoulder because they will die in the ditch. Yeah, it's not so going to be good. You're yeah. probably going to go in the shoulder or hit the machinery that we are driving and we always win yeah and then you're still going around those mailboxes even if you're driving the shoulder like you're still in and out it's like even worse yeah just take it easy just take it easy because usually you're not going too far you're going to turn off soon enough exactly yeah come on people i had one more thought uh kind of a throw out to you guys um mm. i was thinking in the tractor listening to music listening to podcasts um I, I used to do the, uh, in college, it was uh, Lenny Kravitz was my go-to to get laid. Oh, which one, the first album? Uh, Let Love Rule? Yeah, that one. Yeah, I did a lot of fucking to that so, one, So I kind of just want to do a quick round table. Anybody with a, with a song that got him laid all the time? Ooh, uh, I don't know about a song that got him laid, but when I was in university, or I knew... Or your go-to, like, that, like, that's what you'd play. Well, I knew guys in my house. We knew somebody was... Uh, we knew one of the guys in my house was getting laid if we heard uh, Highway Run <laughs> by Journey. You know that song? Oh, yeah. 
Highway run, right? That was his go-to. Wheels go round and round. If he's putting that one on, it, he was like making the big moves towards the puss. Like that's how we all knew it. And so every time we would make fun of the guy, like hitting on a chick, we would always like be singing that he's singing Highway Run to him. <laughs> he thinks Highway Run is like gonna definitely get the girls, which I thought was hilarious because I would never think Highway Run in like my top hundred, you know, of songs to get laid by. Highway Run. But you know what, I, I have, uh, I don't really know about songs to get laid because I don't have much experience with that. <laughs> but I do know like CDs that I've had sex to that I've remembered yeah, uh, that we've had a good session and it's maybe always enjoy that CD when you like put it on and you're like, I like that because uh, it reminds me of that nice session I had with my loved one. And then, uh, and you're, so single soundtrack. So, oh, nice. The single oh, soundtrack. Nice. Oh, boy. I remember that one was being, oh, man, good times, good times. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else? I think it depends on, like, who you're uh, with, who you're trying to get the, get the mood set right, you know? If you're out at a concert, maybe, and you're picking up some cougars, maybe you're at, like, Hawk Rocks the Park or something. Okay. Then... Uh, Maybe you gotta go with some poison. Every rose has its thorn. You Nothing know? wrong with that. Nice uh, long song. You too. set the mood, yeah. But then uh, sometimes, you know, depending on the girl, depending on where you find her, maybe you gotta go with a photograph. Nickelback? A little Nickelback, yeah. <laughs> what? Wes is shaking his head no. <laughs> no. He never wants to what? do that. How does Wes get put? Oh, Steve, we'll go to you first. Is there a song that gets you? Or, or well, anything like Charters, that. I want to go back to you before we go to Steve. <laughs> no, no, I'm done. No, no, one more thing, because I, I want to ask the difference. Is there another CD that you just associate with good sexual, a good sexual experience? I like you... Michael's Lenny Kravitz, actually. Well, Let Love Rule, too? Yeah. Because honestly, I have had sex with that album, Let Love Rule, too. It's it a great... It something about it. I yeah, it, I, it totally reminds me of a time in my life. Eh? I love that album, yep. yeah. But it is also uh, mostly because I was young and having a great time being yeah. young, you know. Uh, Steven. Uh, the Cure worked wonders back in the 90s. Hey oh, yes. I could not stand them, so therefore I missed out on all that stuff. But you got to have sensitive girls show you're a sensitive guy and then mess around with young girls, hey? Woo. When you had hair? <laughs> when I had hair, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And youth dude. and energy. And Did you have a beard? You had hair or no beard? I had, I don't know, like high school kids double, probably. Do you, could you grow a beard in high school if you need to get served? No. This no. is new. This is an adult face that you have now. Or when could you start growing that big Grizzly Adams thing? <laughs> this started last summer, uh, but I've, I don't know. I've had a beard since my mid-20s for sure. But when you were young, you couldn't grow it, you know? Mike, grew, could you grow a beard when you were a kid? Uh, I'd say like grade 10. Whoa. Great time you could grow a beard? Yeah, that's the same as me. Yeah. How about you, Kev? Same thing? When could you grow a beard? No, but you got you're a hairy dude. Same with you. You're you're hairy too, right? I still that's can't fair. grow a beard. Dave can't grow a beard to <laughs> save his life. Looks like the wolf man, right? You do. You look like the wolf man. You grow a full beard, and I don't notice that you've grown a full beard. <laughs> it's the, it's I can sad. notice the mustache and some of the chin stuff. And then the wispy stuff on the sides, I don't consider beard. Just disappears. Yeah, it's sad, man. 
It really is. Because, like, for me, like, I know I'm a man because every day I look at my face and I can see clear out. But you could just be an old lesbian. <laughs> I could be. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> Anyways, the last segment that we have before we get uh, to our business is called a public service announcement from Paul Van Dyke. Hello, Paul folks. We got a camera. We got to get a camera on Paul because this is all going to be Paul. Now, uh, everyone, I want to tell you before we get into this, uh, ask questions, band, because there may be some from this story that Paul's going to tell you. Well, you're doing your gardening or your field work. You may want to check yourself for ticks, oh. boys. And, like, you got to pull out some yoga moves. Check it deep. Yes, what happened? What, what, do you, what do you mean yoga moves? Like, what, like uh, some, I don't know. I have a hard time find, uh, seeing my nutsack. Paul's when I'm a, uh, maybe Paul's a full figure guy. Pull figured. Pear shaped a bit. <laughs> <laughs> right? You don't really see down there too naturally. You gotta pull out some yoga moves, give yourself a good look under, right? I Guess found one. A on tick. your ball sack? Yeah. Buried right. itself into my ball sack. No what? way. Yeah, in the undercarriage. Uh, how oh. in the fuck did it get in there? Yeah, a nice warm spot. <laughs> They're from under. Oh, yeah. What kind of underpants do you wear, man? So look deep, folks. Well, did you notice Paul's the only one wearing short pants here tonight? I don't know if you would have noticed. He's sitting behind a bar. But he did. Be, was walking around earlier with short pants on. The first one ever to do a show in short pants at Spiky Ball Studios, <laughs> Paul Van Dyke. Sometimes Paul likes to Dave, let the short Dave's pants had go. Shorts. Yeah, Dave huh? had shorts last week. When last did this week? happen, man? I'm very intrigued by this tick on your balls. Oh, well, I found it today before <laughs> the show. Yeah. Wait, you can, found we, it can today? we isolate that? Find did the time where Dave said I'm very. What'd you say? You're very <laughs> into it's his just balls? Tiny. Just a little tiny thing. I'm did you take a picture? I want to see a picture of that tick on your balls. Did it? Did How'd it, you get uh, it out? How'd you get it out? Well, you gotta rub the ass end of the tick counterclockwise. Yeah. Keep rubbing and rubbing around in a circle till it backs itself out, and then put in a piece of tape and fold the tape over on the little cocksucker. Why counterclockwise? Or you it can spins go clockwise. <laughs> you can go either way, I think. You just the same way and keep going that way. Okay. <laughs> Don't change it up both ways. Just keep but if, some, if you rip them out, they'll puke up Lyme disease into your balls. Oh, right? do you have Lyme disease? Yeah, he's got a little bit of it. <laughs> and uh, it's starting in your balls. Yeah, there's, starting there's in his balls. Disease. His balls are lethargic. It's a real epidemic. <laughs> you heard about the new the new disease where it's like this meat uh, allergy. It, it infects you with this meat allergy. If you eat meat, you'll get this whole allergic reaction that it comes from these from new ticks. Tick? From, from oh, ticks? Man. I fucking hate ticks. Man. I hope my manises eat ticks. Hope yeah, so. I would love Dave. Manises. You can't you know just what eats like sticks, possums. A possum. Yeah, opossums. Opossums eat ticks. Finally found a use for those ugly fuckers. They so when ugly. you see one of those things that look like an old rat in your backyard, and you want to like just beat them with an old broomstick, don't do that. They eat ticks. They eat everything. Yeah, you can't just beat things with broomsticks because they're ugly, Michael. <laughs> On I your seen, balls? Uh, I seen an uh, opossum eating my cat food the other day. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, feeding my barn cat. Opossum eating the food. Yeah. I didn't mind. 
If because it eats he eats ticks. ticks. I keep feeding him. Yeah, I keep feeding that <laughs> ugly fucker. Hold on right? a second. How did you know it was on your balls? Yeah, I noticed it. But you said yeah, well, it was in down there. Do you yoga her, look at your balls every day? Do you check yourself in a mirror wash. daily? I, I was giving her a wash, and then uh, there oh, it was. Oh, you felt it? Oh, I saw it. Like, yeah, a wash. You look at your balls when you wash them? <laughs> Ball yeah, likes shave your balls a bit, don't you, Dave? Trim yes. that shit up. That's what they told us in high school, eh? Make sure you this check your balls. This is all Paul washes, too, by the way. <laughs> I want to make clear how you guys all know how Paul washes. He lies in a bathtub. Turns the shower on and puts his legs up in the air. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then he just oh. stares at his balls until they're clean. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he's been doing this for years. I know it, but you guys may not know that. But that'll like clear up a few things in this conversation. <laughs> Jesus, man, I hope you're okay. So when you put it in that perspective, it's easy that he would find it. What I'm suggesting to the people at home is that you listen to my brother Paul's warning, yeah. and you go home tonight, lie in a bathtub, stick your feet and ass in the air. <laughs> Turn on the shower. Just well, first just put a nice bright light on your old asshole and have a look at it, okay? Make sure there's no ticks in there. Turn on some Lenny Kravitz. Check for ticks. Roll up a wash glass and stick <laughs> it in there. No big deal. Holy fuck, Paul, thank you. <laughs> Well, that's all the business. Now let's take every segment we call feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. It's feedback. It's motherfucking feedback. Motherfucking feedback. Motherfucking feedback. Welcome to feedback. We got feedback, everyone. This week's segment is brought to you by CleanFlow. Didn't even do it. Oh, what was oh, that? It was, it was actually just feedback again. Sorry, I missed the clean. It's clean flow. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. You gotta get better than that, Matt. Matt, he's thicker he, pick. Well, clean flow's not coming back. This is shit. What you've given him, you know. We have finally had a chance for a real life sponsor, and like, all you've done is disappoint him, man. It sucks. I thought you could be better than this. How did you rise to the top of industry? <laughs> Sold my soul to the devil. <laughs> Is that how you did it? Yeah. Do it for our show. I can only do it once. I only had one soul. Oh, uh, you wasted it on them, on industry. I know. Can you Man. buy a new one at uh, Costco? Who else hasn't sold <laughs> their soul yet? Costco for souls. Anyone else not <laughs> sold their soul yet? Paul, you got yours? Yeah, I You still do? Fuck off. You really have your soul. <laughs> You believe Paul hasn't sold his soul? No. He would have sold it for sure for I a bag of candy. I think you sold your soul when you were about 15. <laughs> yeah. I bet Maybe you when you were 12 for a bag of, a bag of fun dip. <laughs> you just wanted a fun dip with two sticks. A lick made. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, two sticks sold. So <laughs> Fucking. Sticks. <laughs> two sticks, you motherfucker. I'm not even going to use that second stick. I'm just going to fucking use it for licking and, and then uh, put it right back into a Ziploc bag. And I'll make my own sugar. I'll put some fresh in it. Oh, yeah. Give it a bit of flavor. And then I'll have that lick em stick. I'll lick it forever, Do they still man. have Fun Dips? Those are fucking great. I love Fun Dip. Just the idea around. of it is Grape is and awesome. cherry. Those are my favorite. But you couldn't get them together. Grape and cherry. Grape and cherry never came together. I don't think so. Orange and grape? 
You're an arena rat, eh? <laughs> that's what it is for yeah, being at the true. arena, right? Yeah. It's from the when arena. you go to the arena, you have the, all the junk stuff. Fun yeah. dips were a real. Oh, they're the best. That's an arena treat. Nothing better. Mike, what was your arena treat? Uh, sour keys, the big ones. Oh, oh yeah? Oh, yeah. I fucking loved it. I remember uh, my, be my best friend, Kev, he, uh, his mom would always buy the Costco big uh, jug of sour keys. Oh, fuck, it was the best. <laughs> It's that's, like uh, I was in like because at the arena you just get one. Like my parents give me a quarter, that's it. Yeah. But when you go to Kev's, it's like oh, I could have three. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole fucking big bowl of them, man. Oh, I'm a. I love candy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it. Oh yeah, your cousin, my neighbor, he loves candy more than anyone I've ever met. Eh? You got a cousin that lives oh. across the road from me? He loves candy, man. Oh. I've never met a guy that loves candy that much. He talks about it with romance in his eyes. <laughs> hey, when you hear him talking about candy? He owns the corner store because of it, pretty much. Oh, like he, he tells him what to get. He loves candy, man. It's the best to see people that... <laughs> but it's like, a, it, it takes a toll on you, all that candy. Yeah, it'll get you. Look at Charters. <laughs> me. I like candy, too. You do, too? Char Paul, you like candy, right? What's the best? Uh, those jumbo sour keys. I still get one every time I go to the rink. Yeah. It keeps my mouth you shut on still. the bench. Every time. That's <laughs> every the best. Time. That is weird. I never even would have thought of that. Are you a rink guy? What was your rink thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, nachos. Good call. Nachos is a Great good call. call. Mm. Salty as shit, eh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Watch this. Norpak. The beef people. That's all we got to give them. That's all. Move on. And uh, that's it for sponsors. We just have to get to feedback. So, you know what? This is what I got to talk to you about right here. Is that we got another package. Oh. Unbelievable package right here. Unbelievable package from our cookie sponsor. Hey but we should really do the theme song yes. for it because we made Woo. it. You ready, Michael? So it's a surprise every time. What kind of cookies we got over there? Oh, the chocolate with some uh, icing, but uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we love cookies. We love them, Susie. Susie. Oh, we love your cookies. We love them in Raskrat, Pumkrat, Pussycrat. We love you, cookie Susie. Oh, yes, Susie. Susie. Thank you for the cookies. We love you, Susie. Susie. Yeah, we love the cookies. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ah, Kevin's hungry. Yeah, yeah pass my ram. Here we go. We got. Hey Pete, I had a. I almost I, kept these I had ones a feed, home. Feedback. Yeah, you gotta go from Big Dutch. Comes big, from Big Dutch. Are you getting to him? He doesn't like listening to you eat cookies and talk. He says it's a bunch of bullshit. He oh. grosses him out when he's milking cows. There's a cow with shit all down the back of its legs, and he's grossed out by me. He can he can hear the little bit of cookie in the back of my mouth, oh my and he's God, like grossed out by it. Yeah. I'm trying to wipe shit off the back of this cow's leg. Would you please stop eating with, talking with cookie in your mouth? 
I think Delicious he, cookie. I think he's just angry that you're eating cookies and he's milking cows. Yeah, maybe that's what it is, Big Dutch. You ever think of that? Oh my God, this is. A but new, that being said, I will stop. Cookie. I will. I will stop doing it as best I can. Wow. I will say. But I gotta tell you, we learned the last time we had the cookie lady, our our cookie sponsor Susan B. She's been a great uh, supporter of our show. And she sends me, not only does she send me these, which are her test batch, she does a test batch of cookies where she tries a new recipe. And this one here, she goes, okay, my lovelies, truly new, never made before, I hope you like, AKA, from Susan B, AKA Cookie Monster, Cookie Lady, Cookie Master, whatever you want to call her, she's at, she made these. What do you think, guys? What do you give her? I'll be honest, these ones almost didn't make, make it here. They were, they were just too good. They are unreal. Oh yeah. They almost didn't make it. Almost. This is one of the best cookies I've ever tasted. Yeah. I've almost done mine already. Now, she also gave me a, a box that marks Pete's favorite cookies. Pete's favorite cookies, it says. She sends me this box special. We put it in front of, on the bar in front of Paul and Derek Van Hooten, the beaver, a couple weeks ago. And what happened was... The beeve ate them all. The beeve ate them all like a Hoover vacuum cleaner. Just sucked them all up. Oh, that little frame, eh? You can put it away. Beaver just started sucking up peanut butter cookies from Susan B. <laughs> he tried one. He couldn't stop. He just kept going and going. And then blaming it on Paul at the end. You could see him like laughing as he's blaming it on Paul. What a prick job. <laughs> Shameful. So we have a distinct plan now. I told Paul tonight even, I said, these are the cookies. These are my cookies. These are well, not my cookies, but my favorites. Definitely keep these away from Bieber. If he comes in the building at any point in the evening tonight, you see him come in, you put yourself between him and the cookies. Because that Bieber's got an insatiable appetite for cookies. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. need to stop him. He loves the, he loves the sweets from Holland. He got a sweet tooth. Yeah. Gosh. Mm. This is like almost, it's like... It's a cookie, but it's almost a brownie. That's what I was going to say. It tastes like a oh, fucking brownie. But it's a eh? cookie. God, it's yes. good. And I had a chocolate one, and you had white icing on yours. Mine was half and half. Oh, half chocolate. The icing chocolate. is tampered icing so that it keeps that shine. <laughs> oh, God. It's Apparently. shining in my loins. She's got to get it. Yeah, it's great. Big Dutch, I don't care what you're saying. I'm going to keep eating these fucking things if they're put in front of me. So I can't bad. help myself. I'm a weak man. Yeah. <laughs> It's not good for my triglycerides. We're not good for anything, but it's good for my belly. I love it. It makes me feel love. I can taste the love in those cookies, Susan. Also, the theme song we wrote for you that you've given us multiple pieces of feedback to tell us that you love the theme song. Oh. It's a fucking uh, disgusting song. If you come <laughs> from the Isle of Jamaica, <laughs> those people are saying... Why are you saying those things? It's nasty a, things. It's a nasty thing. In the end, there's love. But I'm glad you like it. And thank you so much for being our cookie sponsor. Next, we should go check on that old cheese lady. Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady. Checking on the cheese lady, she's always on the run. Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady. Checking on the cheese lady, she's always having fun. Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady. Checking on the cheese lady, where has she been? Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady. Checking on the cheese lady, she has a day with him. 
has a date with Dan. She has a date with Dan. That is what she did. Last week was the Cheese Lady dating game episode. A lot of people had given us some, uh, uh, I don't know, their opinions of what they thought of our show. I don't know what, uh, what else you could call it. But uh, they, um, they did that, and they said that they, re they really liked the fact that we had that game show throwback. They think we should go back into more game shows, do Hollywood Squares, mm. do Match Game, do maybe the $20,000 Pyramid. Price is right, man. Price is right. I want to spin oh, that yeah. fucking wheel. Nothing wrong with that. Price is right. Good call. Let's do them all. Yeah. So I go, we'll do them all Dutch Hall style. We're going to cover them like uh, cover songs. Just like we did the dating game. And I'll tell you, we're going to rock it out. But before that, we have to give uh, Cheese Lady love. Because uh, she came in last week. She gave us a bunch of delicious cheese. She even gave us uh, home packs of cheese. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. super generous. Mm -hmm. Very generous. And what she said was from the set to the, uh, uh, from the, set to the uh, music to everything, it was just fantastic in every way. She enjoyed the show completely. But what she's not probably going to enjoy is her date with Dan. I'm just saying that, uh, to be fair. And uh, But what we're going to do is uh, we're probably going to make that into a whole show here <laughs> that we'll have them having a date while we're having our show. And I think uh, that will be fun as well. It makes so sense. So it makes sense that we do that. And then, um, But if I was you, Cheese Lady, I would have chose the puppet. Because <laughs> the puppet uh, is uh, not real. Is there's no chance of it doing anything? <laughs> this is a real human being that you have to actually <laughs> deal with in close proximity. You don't know who this fella is. I barely know him, man. Eh? Well, that's why you have to have him in the hall. Then she's uh, she's got chaperones. Circle of trust. She's got some chaperones. Yeah, yeah we, so we're the chaperones if we're here. And also, I got to give a special shout out to Joe, but but hello. <laughs> Who uh, uh, my wife said was funny. My she laughed wife. at all of what he said, and I couldn't believe that to be true. And I said, "Really?" And she goes, "It was so ridiculous." But she says, "Cause she knows him not to be that way. That that's why she thinks it's funny." But I'm like, uh, "He out puppeted the puppet. <laughs> like I never. He was more of a dirtbag than the actual puppet, which we were writing to be a dirtbag. You know, like, wow. And that was uh, so. I'll tell you, our cookie lady." Was not a fan. She said he was he was rude Stupid to the cheese lady and irresponsible. And for that cheese lady, I'm going to say I apologize for Joe's behavior. He was full of beans and uh, most likely um, some sort of Portuguese fish. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so that's it uh, for the cheese lady. But we did have one more piece when I was looking for the cheese lady's feedback. I found Jane Townsend. You know Good Time Jane? Oh, good yeah. Time Jane. She says, the dating game was fun and loved the studio decorations. Looked just like the real show. Cool. She has like the happy face with the, with the headphones, which is, like, shows that we're all really cool. Sweet. Right on. Eh? Eh? Truth. Eh? <laughs> Anyways, uh, one more guy to check with, and that's our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. And don't worry, I got one. Oh. Six socks are in my box. I sang that with a feminine voice that time. How did what you? Was it? So I was a woman. 
right? Say the rhyme again. I missed it. Your missing socks are in my box. Oh, <laughs> you know, because we had the missing <laughs> socks thing. Guess what? They all fell into my huge gaping <laughs> vagina, Dave. Gaping. Your love hole. So, Hazeldorf uh, says he gives us feedback on iTunes. And this week he gave us five stars. And he says, uh, it's been a little while since we've had a good old-fashioned drinking game. <laughs> it's true. And that's good all point, he said. HD. And I'm telling you, he's right. And I'm, gonna, I'm looking at charters in particular on this one. Lent's over, my friend. No excuses anymore. Ah. Your Christ is dead and risen. Right? You got, this is ordinary times, man. Yeah. Uh, this? No, it, it's not quite ordinary times. What? Another couple of weeks. <laughs> but we're getting close. We're, we're not in ordinary times yet? Plan. Well, plan the show for ordinary times, of course. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to do it in the uh, equinox. Thank you. Like some sort of a jump. You think I don't respect your Catholic beliefs? Is it the equinox? No, it's, uh, I forget what it's called, but. You forget? Yeah. You're going, oh my God, he's not going to heaven anymore. You know that's fucking terrible. What are you doing up there, like tuning your bass the whole time? <laughs> Listen to the fucking church, uh, priest, what he's saying. He's going to get you into heaven. Man, charters. <laughs> it's like you don't even want to go there. <laughs> What are you wasting your, all your fun for if you're not wanting to go to heaven, man? <laughs> Playing the bass, slapping the bass. Okay, place. so we were going to go... Uh, drinking game. Drinking game. I look at you in particular. You have no excuses not to, not to do this. Yeah, let's do it. I want to have some sort of a drinking game, but we need to judge like how we handle our booze, me versus you. I know I can beat you. I have to get a bet. We have to get a proper bet. That's going to be like humiliating for either one of us that loses. Okay. And we need a way to judge us so that we're not going to like, because you're way better hand-eye coordination and stupid bar games and all that crap. You're really good at that stuff. I suck at it. Right? Also, I'm really smart and you're like really dumb. So we can't do intelligence. Right? So we have to <laughs> go somewhere. left? It's like the princess bride. <laughs> we have to go somewhere else. Right? Unless we can figure a way to set a bar and then go to reflex or like if we have to find a way, oh, yeah. even just a breathalyzer. Yeah. Like the WKRP uh, episode yeah. where they had to ring the bell when you hear the noise. Yeah. See what your reflexes are. So we have to figure out like two or three games so we can set a set like a uh, set your what do you call it? your your ordinary or your yeah uh, the like a test or benchmark what do you call it? Yeah, you set your your regular. And then, and then we get more progressively junk and see how we yeah. uh, fall off from our performance. Have you ever done the Century Club? Uh, no, I've never done it. You want to do it? We should do that. We'll have a 100-minute show, and we'll do the Century Club. And anybody that wants to do it? And do we still have tests in those 100 minutes? Yeah. Or we just have to make an opinion on who's the most drunk? No, no, we'll do the tests. Okay, we need it on a day where, no one, where you don't have to go to work on a Friday. Okay. And then that'll be the day we book for a Century Club. Oh man, Century Club. Oh, sorry, Century Club. Yeah. Uh, it, it will happen on this show. I've never done it. I got to do it. Me I make either. goals for myself because I don't want to live an unbalanced life. That's why for 2019, I set one goal for myself try acid. <laughs> I've never tried acid before. Apparently, it's illegal. Did you know that? 
Is it easy to find? Yep. Funny when you ask a few questions around town, just saying, hey, I made a personal go hold to do acid. It's like, hey, acid, here it is. is. Holy (laughs) shit, it comes out of the woodwork. (laughs) Yeah, it's not that hard to find. Turns out uh, they were so wrong on weed, they told me my whole childhood that weed was wrong, and then I tried it once they made it legal. It's fantastic. <laughs> so if they're this wrong about weed, like how wrong could they be about acid? I might want to have to try it. So 2019, going to try some acid. It's on the list of things to do this year. On the board. Isn't it legal in Denver now? Just mushrooms. Mushrooms. Oh, really? oh just mushrooms. Yeah. Who hasn't done mushrooms, right? They're always been legal, right? Huh? No? Huh? huh? Guess huh? I'm going to jail. Huh? <laughs> Anyways, mushrooms are great. We should, they'll be legal here, too. <laughs> but acid, I've never tried, you know? So I say every decade, try a new drug, you know? And uh, I'm going to go acid, acid for my 40s. Acid. Why not? Yeah. 30s, I didn't try a new drug. LSD? That's the same as acid. Uh-huh. Whoops. <laughs> MDMA? Is MDMA, that, that's what I was trying to get at. Is that yeah. different? That's different than acid, isn't it? Is it? Is that ecstasy? ecstasy? See, this is how much I know about drugs. Do you ever have ecstasy? DMT? Uh, uh, yes, I heard about that. DMT is what That's your brain... That's where you're like, uh, like outer body experience, right? Yeah. I did yeah, I heard Mike Tyson that. did DMT. Mike Tyson, uh, that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was great. And he was saying it just freaking opened his mind, got rid of all his ego and stuff like that. Because yeah. you basically get on a roller coaster where you're like, oh my God, I'm dying. And then like, woohoo. You have like, a, it's an awesome fun. But you're going through things you can't even explain, like the universe. You're just going through there's like ancient numbers and stuff like flying by you, and then it thinks you're, you think you're gone forever, but you're gone for like like nothing, like a and minute. And what is it? What what? It's what your brain normally gives off when yeah, you but die. What's, like the drug is a uh, something. It's made out of tree bark or something. DMT. Is that what it is? DMT. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's your dream drug, Jordan said. Yeah, dream drug. When you die, your body gives off DMT because when you're dying, you don't want to die. And then all of a sudden, you like, oh, you, it takes you into your that. brain gives off the DMT and you're like, woo. And then you're like, you're dead. But you, when you die, you're actually having a good time when you're dying. Like, you look crappy and your family's all crying around <laughs> your bed. But you're at that time that you're just going, like, um, like, oh my God, I'm dying, I'm dying. Woohoo. The, the actual that time of death is woohoo. Woohoo! <laughs> and then you just don't exist anymore. Oh man, that's it. Okay. Sorry, did I bring you down? No, no, I've heard about it before. What? I've heard about that stuff before, so yeah, it doesn't like. I don't know. Okay, I don't so know if I'd want to try it. You want to try that I don't one? Know. I don't know. If it was safe, if I knew it was safe, I would try everything. But yeah. I don't think yeah. if it's not safe, I don't want to try it. Try everything once. But I think acid, you can't die from acid, can you? I just watched that Motley Crue movie. I don't think everything's safe. What are you talking about? Some things are not safe. Do you think that's, that what happened... Did you watch the movie? I did watch the movie. I watched the Motley Crue movie. Do you think that, that Vince Neil's daughter died because of all the pussy eating in the I've, early scenes? Uh, no, I fell asleep before that. <laughs> what? I fell asleep before that. Before his kid died? Yeah. Once they sobered well, what up. What part are you talking about? Once they sobered up, I kind of just stopped. Like, I just fell asleep. All right, like, who cares? 
They open with a squirting scene. Eh? That was a good yeah, they start. open with a squirting. Have you seen it? Movie. Oh, you gotta okay. watch it, man! And that that so Molly Crew movie is fucking great. Yeah, it's love so it or fun. hate it, it's entertaining. Yeah. Oh, it's entertaining top to bottom, man. That's the greatest. I was talking about Nikki Six's heroin addiction. It looked fucking terrible. Oh, you didn't think it looked like fun? No, not oh. at all. God, that one yeah. will get you. It yeah, terrible. Yeah. You shouldn't do as much heroin, Dave. I would stop. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, After I'm saving heroin for my no 90s. Idea. It's like 40s LSD, 50s will be maybe. No, I'm gonna save coke for the 60s. Let's go ecstasy, sick, uh, 50s, coke, 60s, 70s. I'll do uh, mescaline, bath salts. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to save heroin until the 80s or 90s. Can you go with the H there? Yeah, then I'll go with the H. The just H get a little nap. Just get a little sleep. Because I'm getting to the end. Time for a little heroin, you know? I'm going to get into my fucking, like, jazz, my heroin jazz years. years. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, jazz years come out of Pete in his 80s. 80s. 90s, I think I'm going to go with, like, uh, licking toads. I'm just going to end with licking toads. Every toad I see, I'm just licking it. Yeah. Is it really? It'd be spinning around like Homer Simpson, right? On yeah. the so DMT is licking toads? Yeah. Oh, man. That's the one. Weird. Where do you lick them? You don't know? Dave, you've licked toads before, haven't you? I don't think so. He doesn't know. He doesn't know definitively if he's licked a toad before. <laughs> That's funny to me. It's neither here nor there. Yeah, no, I don't know. I can't say for sure I haven't licked a toad. I can't recall. Yeah. Anyways, guys, we had a whole thing to do to commemorate sock puppets today because we, are, uh, we have to commemorate those we've lost. But guess what? We're out of time. <laughs> so we have no chance to do it. Aww. But all I gotta say is, Charters, I made this one right here. Let me put it on my hand. Hey, I recognize that sock. It's a uh, yeah. You like would recognize sock. this sock. Yeah. This is a, this this sock here <laughs> is the missing sock from. Uh, I don't know if we can get a, a shot of them, but this is the missing sock from your vacation, uh, uh, Vegas vacation. Do you remember him from your Vegas vacation? He says, I was horrified. <laughs> the whole weekend on this fat fuck's foot. <laughs> All he did was jerk off to little cards he was given on the street. <laughs> My brother wasn't so lucky. Full of his Polish jizz. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I had bits like that worked out for the end of the show, but we don't have time. We don't have time. Oh, too bad. Yeah. So, Kevin even had a, a French character worked out. I French gave him a sock, sock and everything. He had a French sock back there. Oh, what? He had a voice. It's Pierre. Yeah, Pierre. Pierre he had a whole backstory. Sock. I made Kevin work three days on that. Three days I yelled at him it? about it's it. It's so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course it's long anyways guys this has been a great show I think 
If it hasn't, I'm sorry. Until next week, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday.